Welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlewy.net for further information. Morris, welcome to the studio. I think the first thing that me and you need to do is issue an apology. Um, for what? Well, I'm willing to apologise for anything. But <laughs> <laughs> Which, what does it now I need to yeah, apologise exactly. for? Exactly. I never apologise. I'm sorry, it's just the way I am. <laughs> You always apologise. That's a dad joke. Say it, sorry for opinions. Um, <laughs> it's just a Simpsons show, Mark. Relax. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's he apologising for? Yeah, what am I apologising for? Tony last Strand. week, la- exactly. Last week, we came up with a theory. We we just blazingly just threw this theory out there that oh well. Club football and club hurling in uh, in, provi- or in the provincial championships, it's all like, you know, uh, how long of a build-up you have, you know, time to prepare for the game, about whether you've won the championship before or whether it's been a while since you won it. And if you've won it a few years in a row, then you're focused on, uh, you know, the, the provincials really and you're going to get back to basics. So that's why, you know, the likes of Turles Strand's going to win. That's why Castle Rahan are going to win. A load of absolute nonsense. Oh, Coswallop. There's nothing should- to do with anything. I also should just jump in here and say I bear some responsibility for that theory as well. I think I really championed it on last week's show. But I didn't make any of the picks, so over to you, Mr. What Brosnan. do we have to say for ourselves? I have nothing to say for ourselves. I don't understand anymore. I just can't. I think you'll find if you... I wondered you listened at all. Because in that course of that conversation, we said it can go one of two ways. Yeah, Either but, it runs and runs. us sitting on the fence. It can, it, they build momentum or it goes the other way. Now, yeah. as it turns out... It did go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> that was I, definitely we were I, I think Forty Pierces are actually now my favourite team in the world. Both because there's just so much to like about them. Like the fact that they they definitely um, if, if, judging by the scenes on Instagram, celebrated winning Roscommon County Championship as their only entitled to turn around and bet Turles uh the dailies who any regular listeners of the Three Man Weaver know we were big fans of. Uh three dailies started this game. One finished. One, <laughs> one got sent off. One got a black card. They, they were, without a doubt, my favourite uh, brothers on this team. And on top of that, now they've got a really nice draw up against. Um, they're playing the Gales, aren't they? The London champions in the yeah. in the in the next round. So that's uh, that's really nice. So yeah, I'm all on. But Project Pierce is the can be bet, won't be bet. <laughs> Going all the way. I've I've done a full one eighty based after uh, after last week's prediction. I didn't see the Nave Connell uh, Castle Rahan game, but for like there's a lot of aspects to it. But one of them that I like um, here about was that Nave Connell have you know we always talk about it on the three man weave about you know the full court press on the kick out and how, how great it is to see. Not when Nave Connell half their team are over six foot two <laughs> and they just seem to be go back to the old way of like, well, we're just going to lump it out to midfield and one of our really tall lads are going to kick it, are going to catch it, and then it's going to be three on two inside and we'll have a goal chance every time we take a kick out. <laughs> but for, like joking aside, for them to go through a county final trilogy to go and beat the oh, champions, what a story that to is, score yeah. in the last second with. A wrongly controversial winning score, although I don't know if everybody in this room agrees with it. I thought it was clearly over the bar. But either way, to do that on a Wednesday night and go and celebrate your county title and to go out and win your Ulster match as, as against the team Mark's been talking up for months, or a week at least anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no months, to be fair. Is a phenomenal achievement and you know what it speaks to this is the wrong word because it's GA, but it speaks to brilliant professionalism in the team for for like a, a a club team to be able to kind of turn that around like 
Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah, like it, it might not be um, the prettiest. No, to, no, it never to, is with Donegal club football. But, but um, whatever about it says about Donegal football, what does it say about Cavan football, Mark? I don't don't even go don't even go there. It's been a <laughs> difficult weekend for both on a on a personal level <laughs> and an entire Cavan level for Cavan club football in the the Ulster Championship. We should we should tell listeners and Morris. Actually, I haven't told you this story either that um, Mark's uh, club killing care lost the Ulster I, I Junior semi final. Yeah. yeah, you knew that you knew that part. Um, and look, it's it's unfortunate they lost by two points. Had a great year, Mark. Though you one of your your happiest ever football year. Oh yeah, I never. I literally never won a final. Yeah. before in my life won the treble I won three year. of them this year yeah. uh, but lost after extra time in the Ulster semi-final after extra time so, yeah as well That's in the a, worst conditions in the world it looked like Clontibbert and Casarahan could be called off it was that bad so I went to check the score typed in killing Karen into twi- Twitter and all I saw was official Donegal GA said that whoever their team that won the other semi-final congratulations to so and so they'll play Bullcrana had won Bullcrana they said they'll play Monaghan champions killing Kerr in the <laughs> final and I went Oh, they've made a mistake, but which one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the wait went on as I had that awful moment where I didn't know whether. What side? But Grant actually won that game on penalties, so best luck to anyone who's trying to. Pre- I, given that we even actually played in, the, uh, in that game, I still wouldn't have a clue who's going to win that final. <laughs> so, uh, Morris, give us some predictions for the weekend. <laughs> uh, it's a savage weekend, actually, an unbelievably entertaining weekend. Like, it's this is a really funny time for the club championship not to get fully into it but like I, it does feel like I don't know if either of you read uh, Maddie Kirkland's article in the Irish Times today which has caused a bit of controversy but he's like trying to I think con- if before I go on to explain it please just go and read it If don't jump to an assumption if anybody hasn't read it and listening but he basically tried to contextualise the county championship not downplay it I don't think but just say like it matters it matters locally it's not that big a deal What and if this one of the proposals for the GA fixture review committee is that you'd split the year entirely so July in county to finish club starts afterwards and that's just the, you know you wouldn't have the 1% dictating to the 99% at the same time he kind of makes the case like what does that do in terms of marketing what does it do in terms of opening gaps for other sports as a, as a product now like academy is really reluctant to discuss the GA and players in those kind of terms but it's also just a reality and you kind of have to and then I look ahead to this weekend and I don't know if, if, if you necessarily agree but like on paper this should be as enjoyable as you know provincial finals and intercounty game like there's some unbelievable games the like, hurling especially like it's it, there are provincial games here that are just almost impossible to call so do you think that like the the hype is there for them like is there I'm just I, 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 I will can I just jump in here quickly because I think there is a kind of we have two actual like GA club men here and there is that the 1% versus 99% I think is a, is, a, is an argument for players right and I Absolutely. think there's a marketing thing there but I think there's a middle ground where is there's a GEA public who are fans as well, you know? And generally, you know, you'll be your club and your county, right? And there's very few people that don't have, you know, especially in the, in, in the country outside of Dublin, there's very few people that don't have a link to both the club and the county, right? However, 99% of clubs are um, gone by yeah. the time anybody's paying attention to this, by the time we're getting Fair. to provincial. And it's like, I, as a county fan, as well as a club fan, right? I don't want to see, but I'm not a player, you know. I'm not. I don't have to to sacrifice my whole life for it or whatever. But I also don't want a county season that's rushed or that all the games are on at the same time, so I can't watch other matches. I have to only go to see my team and lots of other stuff. There is like it's not oh, as simple as yeah. always like 
the club player has to be looked after. Of course they do, but it's not ever. It's not just old marketing and money. If you're trying to look after the other side, if there is a GEA public. There is a community. Alien, yeah, there is thousands upon thousands, upon hundreds of thousands of people who go to games who want to see their team and want to see these competitions at the highest possible level for as long as they can go as well. You know, and so. the other reality, well, not reality, because it's impossible to do it because we're we're in Ireland after all. But the thing that drives me mental is that the best club games of the year are played in atrocious weather yeah, weather that's conditions. Really frustrating, and it's actually almost we're saying these are like we're building up going big high, you know, getting hype for these matches, and on paper they're good, they look fantastic, but then they're actually played on grass, and that grass is generally muck at this yeah. stage of the year. And, and like it's and even injuries, like I'd love to do a study on the amount of people getting injuries in November, December playing because you can see it happening. There's like it's been a long year, obviously already, and on these players, and you'll see lads getting injured in the, whether it be the from the bad weather getting you know pulling the legs out of them or just the fact that the miles and the clock for the year. You're so right. These like you're saying like the, these games and the, like on paper how good they sound. There's two things I would say. One, I want to go back to Mark's point, but the first one is that like you know. There's a bit of hype there, and there should be more, and it's good that we're talking about them, and and, and and I'd like to know more, and I'd like them to have more coverage, I'd like pe- more people to be behind, more people to go, but at the same time, you're just never going to get, it's not, it's not like, it's always going to be small, it's yeah. always going to be the small town, and that's going to have its own core crowd, and then a lot of GEA people will try and watch it, but it's only going to be a certain amount, so you can't keep up with who all these teams are, there's so many happening on the county level all the way down you can only watch one or two games a week like at the most you know the other thing though to to Mark's point is like you know these hurling games sound brilliant and they might be great but like generally what do you see you you know pissings of rain I was watching a Cork quarter final in like literally the worst weather conditions I've ever seen pitches at this time of year that like the grass is slightly a little bit too long you can't even see the lines on the pitch sometimes you know and it just looks freezing cold and the standard just isn't what it would be at in September or October like you know there was one ball in our game last week. We were in the athletic grounds, which is, again, if it's not, you know, if if the pitch in the athletic grounds isn't going to be up to it, yeah. there are very few pitches that are going to be up to it, given that it's yeah. a county ground. And the ball just stopped on the on the sideline. It's right. just, it's like, that's like when things are getting, you know, when it's just that kind of condition, it's very hard to have a really fast flow and entertainment game. Every ball has to go into someone's chest. If it hits the ground at all, it's just going to skid know, on. Yeah. I suppose my point really briefly is, is not to... to downplay these at all because we are like it is exciting and they are good i just don't think that we should be unrealistic about kind of complaining too much about the coverage and the and 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 the interest that's in there let's take whatever we have and it's brilliant that we've got rt and tg carter showing all these games and it's brilliant that rt radio will have people at nearly every match and you know we'll have loads of stuff on balls.ie about it and other places do too you know there is a bit there absolutely and let's take that for what it is because if you look at it actually there's going to be you know there's some of these games that are going to have you know 1500 people at them like you know yeah like i actually think you've articulated that better than uh than i was going to so <laughs> <laughs> i don't i doubt that Mars, but, but you know you don't have to be polite i know but, i've just wasted all the time but no and like i, I do definitely think a point i also think that like on the other hand as well there's some amazing stories i, I thought the this uh, brendan maher at the weekend that I think it was just class like what a week for him to win an all-star win an all-irelands and then end a 33 year wait with his with his yep. club to yeah. win a uh, county title like, I just I those kind of stuff especially after the difficulty he went through with a crucial injury last year I think is great one of the games again this week you, yeah they are again this week an interesting price that right 6 of 5 against Glen Rovers now like party is like yeah like our topic of last week where we talked about um, uh, Padre Pierce's and whether or not like 
it is like there. I think the reason that you might slightly they might I, that game probably should have been priced at evens against they're against again Rovers team who were well beat by Imikilti again. I don't know yeah. if they like I don't know how impressive they were. Um, that you Mick just mentioned that quarter final that was on 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 RTE, RTE against Midland. I don't like that game was a bit. It was just I mean, conditions obviously played a part, but I don't know were either team that impressive that day either. To be honest, then you're looking at the like an Barcelona team like Dan McCormack, uh, Brendan Maher. The, Paddy Sapin at centre back, like they've got there's, there's names there. They came through. That was a really really good Kalangan team that they won against last week. If like, I think you're looking at them to to have the the Paddy Pierce's effect to keep that bounce going and uh, and carry it into the weekend. But given that that I if you were to look at, it, I think that probably is closer to an even money bet. There's probably is a bit of value in what price are they? They're six to five right now. Yeah, I I wonder as well how much Glen Rovers are going to be able to like I, again. We're talking in. Maybe yeah. bobblies, but how much can you lift yourself for a Munster championship when you shouldn't even be in it? Like you know, like obviously they are entitled to be in it. They lost to a divisional team in Immokilly, but like they didn't win the Cork championship, you know. And I, I, it is a weird thing to kind of recover from that and say, "Oh, sure, lads, we've Munster to play for," you know. What do you think? It's hard to know. I've it never is hard really to know. I've never had that thought before in my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a it's thing you do. It's a bizarre you, circumstance to yeah. go off, though. Like, 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 Glen Rovers are totally fixated on winning a, a county championship, like, and uh, particularly given how strong McKilty have been over the last three years. So, like, that was their entire focus. And then they don't, like, you don't, yeah, they haven't reached that target. Like, yeah. it's just, that's just the fact yeah. of the matter. And then you try and rise yourself for a, a monster game after that. It's, just, it's a really weird circumstance to be in. The other side as well, then in Galway, um, we might talk about. Lee Meadows, that uh, was that two weeks ago that we tipped yeah. Meadows. Uh, they're in the final this week against St. Thomas's. Like, there's some really nice stories in that team. This is the typical, by the way, like what we talked about at the time. This is a star footage. Saint, everybody knows St. Thomas is like the Burks, uh, Connor Cooney, the, the, the all back out against the replay of last year's final, which they won handy. Uh, so, and so as a result of that, Meadows are a pretty big price there at 11th day. I'm not sure. Like, it's. A, <laughs> Like I do think that Mellows are a better team than that, but I still don't know if they're going to win. If that makes sense, like I, 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 and I would, I think if you are watching this game, there's a lot of things to really watch out for. Like Galway are talking about finally getting a manager appointed before the end of the week, <laughs> before the end of next year, which is which, which is literally incredible. Like that we're talking about that before. Like a county championship has unfolded where you've got some really good young players playing and no manager there watching them. It, it nearly defies belief. Uh, Kieran Carey was on the sideline for the semi-finals, whatever that means. I don't, I don't know. He he was watching. Uh, Lewis McKean who actually funny enough Mick was yeah. in the running for the Clare job actually pulled out of it to focus on Meadows I think uh, it's a really nice story that that focus was paid off for in a semi-final and I think if they do win in a, in a final I'd be delighted for him as well just to see that come off but, like, I think it's a big price it's, that could be a great game as well it's not on TV we'll talk about a, a, another football game that's not on TV in a second it's not on TV but as a, as a, a spectacle like anyone looking at that I think that's a, it's a really interesting tie there Football you mentioned, I think I can guess what game you're talking about that isn't going to be on TV. It's the Kerry Championship final. Yeah, yeah I don't want, I, like, I'm not criticising anybody for this. Like, I, I, I can totally appreciate this stuff that we don't understand. Like, there's circumstances, there's county boards, all this things. But I just think it's a, such a massive shame that East Kerry against Dr. Crooks is not on television. It's on Austin Stark Park this weekend. An East Kerry team that have been absolutely outrageous coming into this tournament. Like, the David Clifford is going to get, he's at, rightly gets so much attention when it comes to East Kerry. But away from that, like, there is guys who you will see in the Kerry setup next year playing with East Kerry who could have a huge impact. David Clifford's older brother, Paddy, Colin Cooper was talking about this yesterday on the RTG uh, podcast as well. 
he has to be like absolutely has to be in the conversation for a Kerry spot like not whatever about the panel like he's been <laughs> that, d- talking about Bonnie Clifford is the ultimate you should see the brother <laughs> in respect to David Clifford <laughs> I've ever heard it's like oh David Clifford that's what I yourself but you should see the brother <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh, like he's he's there you've got Dara Roach who'll probably be in the uh, panel as well and then Tony Brosnan for Crokes there's three new Kerry footballers who'll all be they're going head to head this weekend like Crokes against East Kerry in Austin Zach Park now Right, given all of that, it's very interesting that both teams have been priced at evens. Especially when you consider, I remember a few weeks ago we were talking about East Kerry and Dingle, and Dingle were favourites for that. Yeah, and I think and now, they were strong enough favourites. It shows you how far East Kerry have come in everybody's estimations over the last couple of games. So I actually, I think East Kerry at evens is, uh, I, I, I would have priced them as favourites, given how well they've performed coming into this tournament. Given as well, like, you have to take this in context. We talked about this. Or was it? I can't remember which one he made this point that like we look at it in names, but you have to look at until you see the teams, you don't really know. This is a Doctor Croaks team where Kieran O'Leary came off because he injured his jaw in the same final. We don't know if he's fit. David Shaw, another guy who was knocking on the door with Kerry, is definitely not going to play, so he's also injured. Jordan Keelty, who's been coming on like every game, he's been featuring. Also, they're two. You mentioned muscle injuries, two hamstring injuries. They're they're both out. Like we know they're not going to play. Kieran O'Leary is an All Ireland winner. That's a, if he's not playing as well. That's three big players not playing for Croaks and then an East Kerry team with everything coming behind them a, a team that's only going to get stronger with more I think that the another one interesting narrative about that is that the winner if Croaks win this they go on to play a Munster semi-final the week, in, week after but if they don't win if East Kerry win it goes to Austin Stacks who are in the who won the club championship there's two different competitions in Kerry most people will notice club and county Austin Stacks won it earlier in the year so they'll go ahead if the, if so the Austin Stacks are training not knowing if they're going to play in one semi final two weeks however the Kerry County Board come up. You thought, thought the Cork Hurling man was bad. I didn't. It was, this is Kerry's always the. But wait. The other teams in Munster hanging around for them is the funny thing. The Kerry County Board have come out this week because of the way the nature of the rules in this game. There is no winner on the day, so if it's a draw after full time, there's no penalties, no replay, and there's a Munster final fixed for the week after. So what they're going to do instead, they've clarified this this week, is that if Croaks draw, Croaks get to go through. And they'll play that final after they get knocked out of the contract. They'll push it back entirely. But if he's going to win, Stacks. So Stacks have to, it, whatever happens this weekend, all Crokes need is a draw to get into a Munster semi-final. And then they'll play the county final in potentially four months. But the, oh the, my the, God. The, 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 so for, like for whatever, those two teams, that's really interesting for those teams. But you can imagine Austin Stacks. Like they're in such a, a weird place trying to look ahead to a potentially a Munster semi-final that they don't even know if they're going to be in. And they have to hope that Crokes not only don't win, but also don't draw. And they're hosting the match. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fix the fixtures. <laughs> yeah, fix the fixtures. Sure. Aerog against Saracens. I'm just looking. It's a hard weekend because there are games that are so tight that are impossible to call, and the odds are reflect that. Like, yeah, absolutely. Kerry yeah. final being evens, and then there are other games where you're looking at the likes of whoever it is, Port Leash, um, Garfin, Nemo Rangers, price, all these. Yeah. yeah, all big. You know, they're all real uh, strong favourites. The two, the two interesting games that caught my eye are Gary Castle against Red Oath and Aero against Sarsfield in the Leinster Championship because you could see both of these going either way. And even though we started this whole talk about how winning the county titles constantly and you know the ease at which you win them um, and the run-in you have to it and all this is a load of nonsense, I'm going to go for one more week. And Aero are seven to four to beat Sarsfields. They've got a match already. You know they've got one done and dusted already in the Leinster Championship. They won their first round. They've won their, their third, I think, Cardo Senior um, title in a row. They've got Sean Gannon in there. They've got Jordan Morris- Morrissey. They're littered with county players. Seven to four looks like a decent price against Sarsfield in what is a 
Carlo Kildare Derby, and we know how Carlo Kildare Derbies go in uh, the last couple of years. Yeah, like it's isn't it weird? Like it's really like these. That's this is a this is the trademark one that we like would straight away be like, oh, like that looks like a big price, and then you're like you're not it's, actually. It's actually it's actually aptly priced, probably. Yeah, well, yeah, but you're not even basing it off. Like you're not basing off the teams. You're kind of are, like a lot of times just looking at the price. Like that's generous, even though you don't know if they're going to win. You're just yeah. looking at the the price itself. It's worth mentioning on the context of that Ben McCormack and um, and Matthew Byrne. Uh, the Sarsfields are without two really good forwards that they've had throughout the year. Like again, just looking at context and that, which I think might lead to if you're looking for any evidence for that seven to four, I think that might be it. Yeah, I know. Like again, neither of us have seen or exactly. Yeah, make a doubt you've seen Arog or Sarsfields play in the flesh this year, so it's hard for us to call. But again, you're just looking at odds. The same with Gary Castle and Rahot. I mean, Gary Castle have got. Uh, plenty of pedigree in the Leinster Championship indeed in Dal Ireland um, Rathout is their first time I think winning the Mead Senior Football Championship or at least the first time in a long time I think it is the first time overall they're Littlewood County players as well so that's a definitely an interesting tie to keep you know that's one again that maybe just sit back and enjoy it yeah and there's like a lot of those games as well like we haven't even mentioned the Ballygunner Patrick's Well game which is the game on TG Kara as far as I remember like that that's in the hurling now on top of Munster hurling like that again Ballygunner who made light work of uh, Six Mile Ridge like Patrick's Well who came out of a dog of a a Limerick Championship sometimes I wonder is that actually necessarily that a good thing like I look at Thomas's and Mellows and their chances in the hurling championship overall and it's like they've come through a dog of a Galway kind of championship this year like the Thomases were run really close by Tommy Larkins in a quarter final weeks ago. Jason, yeah. like Jason Ford, run close. Then, like you look at uh, Mellows, uh, Capitai put it up to them a lot more than I actually thought they would. But like, if I think they might have been had comfortable a couple of minutes left, then it ended up only being a goal. Like they, both those teams have come through as a slog of a. And not just like this is before you talk about going ahead to you know potential All Ireland semi final. Like they've come through really really tough. Clash there. I wonder how how beneficial that is to teams either. Now look at Nave Connell. Look what they did last weekend. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. All Tight uh, Championship. To subscribe to the full Build Up podcast, search the Build Up on Balls on all good podcast apps.